The question is, what's so beautiful about aging? This is Mai, and this is my response. I am so excited to age. I don't really say this to my friends every time my birthday becomes nearer, which is actually two weeks from now. And every time I blurt that out, <laughs> my friends, uh, yeah, or anybody else that I talk to about it, um, turns to me and gives me that weirded out look. Okay, I get it. I mean, there's just this notion about aging that it's not beautiful, that it's something to be feared. And I don't know, it might be because we feel like the more we age, we become less attractive or we become less useful, less important, less valued. I can't pinpoint why people fear aging. Um, I just can see that it's something that is out there. There's a rise of um, medical expert doing a lot of things in the field of um, dermatology, for example. I mean, the experts at the fountain of youth, as they say. Um, there's a lot of things that people do to look younger than their actual age. I'm not saying that's wrong, okay? Because that also means that you want it to look um, better or if it adds to your confidence, go ahead. But I want to talk about more about the deeper sense of fear that we have in terms of aging and how we actually see it and how the society makes us think about it. Um, and I'm encapsulating that into three adjectives. Um, it's weak, gray, and useless. Maybe after those three adjectives, after I describe all those things and my thoughts about it, we can come up with a better understanding and see for ourselves what's so beautiful about aging. Because there is so much about it that needs to be celebrated than to fear it. Okay, so let's talk about being weak. Have you been into a situation where you've been so sick you couldn't stand up? Obviously I did. I was diagnosed with hyperthyroidism three years ago and when the symptoms happened to me, it was so hard because apparently it sort of like um, affects my limbs. It has to do with potassium, I think, and then so I couldn't walk well. Um, when I tried to walk, I sort of um, outbalanced myself and, you know, so eventually I can stand up as well very well. And what's hard was that I was living alone. My heartbeat was racing highest higher than a hundred a hundred in an hour i know hundred in a, in a in a second i think i don't know how that how how that, that goes but the number is supposed to be 60 to 100 but i was ranging for 120 and um i was living alone and i need to go to the hospital so it was very very hard although i managed to be there praise god but it was not a very good feeling being weak physically is not a good thing but does aging just and being weak are supposed to be the same? If aging is just about physical decay, it's just really sad. But it's not just physical decay. We can be weak even when we're not old. And we will get weaker physically when we grow older. But is that supposed to be just the, just the thing that we are to measure when it comes to strength? What about the time that we spent with people when we were younger, when we were growing, when we were journeying life? 
what about those times what about the relationship that has been built through that time that when it is now um, due that we are no longer physically capable there will be people who will be there for us to assist us my story was different because at that time there was nobody in the area who can help me but I know if the people that the people that I love and cherished were there with me I know that they would be there for me at the moment I call for help and that's the same when we grow older there is possibility of physical weakness but it's not weakness because you have developed so much strength in relationship throughout the years you have you had enough time to actually understand what it means to be to, to to use the limbs and everything about your body that the lord gave you which means as you age you become more conscious about your health about exercising about the things that are not good for your body so I don't think it's something to describe aging. So weak? That's not true. Second is gray. <laughs> the gray hair, obviously. But gray is usually defined as well as something like a bit of old-fashioned, a bit of out-of-trend, a bit of, well, for the lack of a better term, ugly. But look at Richard Gere. I think he's turning 70, 71 this year. But he's still gorgeous. He, he really looks good. And I've known so much people who have, who have aged and continually became more handsome and more beautiful. And so aging doesn't mean gray and ugly. But what I wanted to, um, to talk about more in terms of that thing is that um, even if it's gray physically, it's not necessarily ugly. I was invited to an evangelical church, a local evangelical church in my town last year to speak. And during my preaching, there was this very old guy who was just looking at me, like focused on me um, for the entire 30 minutes that I was preaching. And during that time, I felt like, um, um, I really felt like he knows more than the, he knows more than me. But he listened to me and he kept on smiling. And after the preaching, I, I sat on the, on the lunch table because that's how normally the service are run in the town. They normally have a, a lunch service after the service. And he went to my table and offered me his home-cooked adobo, which by the way was so good. I had to stop myself from, you know, taking everything from his, from his box of food. And he was talking to me. His countenance was very, was, was very, very light. And he, he, he looked so humble. And when I was about to leave, I found out that he was one of the first member of the church. His family was one of the founding members of the church, and I felt, I felt so, I, I felt so happy, because when I looked at him, his pupils were a bit gray, maybe because tears of hardships have washed it off, or I don't know, just really aging in itself. And he has gray hairs, and I can just really describe him as a gray. As I can only describe him as gray. But when I talk to him, when I, when I can, what I can feel is really more of a joyful spirit. It's something that has developed through the years of faith-building experiences. It's, it's, it's a time and time again serving people and finding joy in everything that he does, even in simple things. So being gray is not ugly. It's beautiful. And so the last adjective that I wanted to discuss is more on useless. Um, there's home for the aged, as they say, because the kids can no longer take care of their, of their parents. And that's okay. 
but that doesn't mean that we put them there because they're useless. Uh, we don't measure value but what, but by what you can do at the moment, at that time of your life, at the dawning years of our life. I wanted to remember, and I wanted to talk about my, my Lolo Abon, um, my grandfather, the father of my dad, who was paralyzed for more than two years because of different sort of illnesses. And he was bedridden for two and a half years, or I think three years. During those years, um, his um, vocal cords were removed so he can't speak well. He, he just needs to do a lot of sign languages. And my cousins and I had learned to understand what he was trying to say by just looking at his eyes or the movement of his hands. Um, some of my aunts and uncles and even my dad um, had to assist him in bathing and a lot of stuff. But those years, they were not measured by anything that he can provide for us. In fact, he was the very reason why we had to go home every Christmas and everything that has to be celebrated in the neighborhood, it has to be excellent, it has to be joyful because grandpa is there. There was no point of measuring if he was useful or not because all through the lives that he spent with us and the 80 years that he spent with us, it was more than enough. It was more than enough. He built so much relationships. He built so much strength in us. That at the dawning time, that at the dominant part of his life, he remains to be somebody that we love. He remains somebody that is that we adore and up to now if i think of him i don't think of him as useless at those remaining years but i continually miss him i miss i miss those times when i'm just gonna barge into his room and say hey i'm home i'm home for christmas i missed you this is your gift and he would smile and he would i would i would i would take his hand and um do my honoring by we call it a bless blessing so I do the mano, the mano thing. The man, mano is a Tagalog term. Uh, it's a way to show your respect to your um, uh, to the elderly, and I do that. And I miss those things. And he never was useless for me. And anybody in our family wouldn't wouldn't think that he was. What's the point then? There's so much beauty in aging. All those three adjectives doesn't count if you think of all the things that I've just said and narrated. If you age, when we age. We have the ability to build lives together and to impact the next generations by our legacy. And honestly, why do we keep on fearing it? Why do we keep on fearing something that is known? I understand if it's an unknown, but it's known. Why, do we st why don't we start enjoying it and celebrating it instead of fearing it? There's so much in it that we don't celebrate yet. And I hope after this one, you learn to see through it and start celebrating aging more than you ever did before. And if you're listening and it's your birthday, happy birthday. This is Mai and this is my response.